Namaste, everybody. Hello, this is comedian Rajiv Sathyal, and you are listening to me on Desis.Live. back at Daisy's.Live show on Radio Zindagi and on our podcast, the Daisy's.Live show. We have with us today, Rajiv Satyal. Rajiv, welcome to the show. We've been talking of doing this for a very long time. Namaskar. It is great to be with you, Mira. Thank you for having me. I am super excited to be with you during, uh, what is it, Nashera, Diwali coming up, a lot of festivities happening right about now. I know. It's holiday season everywhere. I mean, not not here in America, but of course in India, it is holiday season. So tell me more about, let's get you introduced to our uh, our listeners and our audiences. Tell us more about who is Rajiv Satyal. Rajiv Satyal is a father now, so that's a big oh, thing. Oh, congratulations. Interview I think I'm doing as a father. Thank you very much, Mira. And it is quite something. So he is a little over two months old, and his name is Naveen, and we are just on cloud nine. Hersha and I, my wife and I, are just so happy and so proud to finally be parents and, you know, participate in that most human of experiences. So a lot of new material coming everybody's way because I can only, I can only imagine. So tell us more about yourself, your upbringing, you were born here in the United States. How was your entire process of upbringing? How did it contribute to you um, choosing your career? Sure. Well, I was born outside of Cincinnati, Ohio, although sometimes like I like to say I was born outside of London, England. I was born in Ohio, but that's outside of London, England. It just sounds more exotic to say it that way. So I was born in Ohio and I grew up there, spent 30 years of my life there, and I've spent 15 years in California. So that gives away my age. And it was amazing. It was great growing up Indian. Indian parents were Punjabi. I married a Gujarati. So we're them, you know, through and through. They see. Through and through, Daisy, and now you have a very Daisy name for your kid as well, Naveen, old school Indian. What made you choose that name? And we have jokes about this. We like the name, but also it was uh, maybe the only Indian boy's name that looks phonetic, right? I mean, if you look at it, white people can go, that's Naveen. And there are not many Indian names on anywhere on the gender spectrum, boy, girl, anywhere where you kind of go, oh, yeah, it looks exactly like that. That's hard. Even Rajiv, I got Rajiv from the white people. I got Rahiv from the Latinos. So, you know, it's hard. It's hard to find unless you have like R-A-J-E-E-V. Some people spell it like that. And that way, I think probably you can get it across. So we were with Naveen. We're like, do we go with an I or an E-E? And I go, you know what? I probably like the way it looks more with an I, but the way it sounds with an E-E. Oh, lovely. So how did you come, come around being a comic? You are, you born to Indian parents, for God's sake, you should have been a doctor or an engineer. Yeah, well, I actually got into a six-year medical program. I got a degree in engineering. <laughs> I know my parents were pretty bummed that I didn't go to the six-year medical program. I knew that was coming. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, why? As a doctor, you see people at their worst. As a comedian, you see people at their best. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you go to the doctor when you're hurt or when you're sick. I don't want to see people when they're hurt, when they're sick. I want to see them when they're laughing and happy. Well, that's great logic. That's logic that everybody should should apply with their parents. If they want to be a comic, here's logic. Why you want to be a comic? So um, and now that when you, when you decided to be a comic, how hard was, was it for you to break in? I know it's super hard, right? 
It is difficult. I mean, look, I think it's relatively easy to get some degree of success where you're maybe starting to do some shows and you're getting up in comedy clubs and it looks impressive to your friends. And it is impressive to do any part of it, I think. You know, it's just I think there's a common misconception that you're either you either become Russell Peters or then you're broke. And it's like, you know, there's a whole spectrum of success all the way up to there beyond. And, you know, I've had a lot of support from the Desi community. That's where I started. I performed at a friend's graduation party for $75. That was my first gig ever. And, you know, I, I have to say that the community has been very supportive. I think sometimes Indians, South Asians, Desis, whatever you want to call us, get a bad rap for not supporting each other. But I've actually enjoyed quite a bit of support from the community. That's brilliant. So now that you're here, um, what advice would you give to other kids? We know a lot of kids who are in that spectrum of trying to break into um, whether it's acting or it's comedy or, you know, just just gigs or, or just serious work. Um, is there enough work for us out there? And, and are we not stereotyped? And what is the future of an Indian comic in, in America? I think it's the most exciting time because, you know, a lot of the easy jokes have been done, you know, and sort of that's where you chip away at it. It's similar to how, you know, when a, a community just first arrives here in 1965, like Indians have done, you get here and of course people are going to become doctors, they're going to become engineers, you're building a community. And not that you're only building an own island for brown people, but that's what it's going to be. You're going to play it safe. And then people, you know, then it became like an engineer is okay. And then it was like, okay, maybe a lawyer is okay. Okay, you know what, if you start your own business, it's okay. And then it came all the way down to like, what do you, what can you really do without? Well, you can do without entertainment. It's not fun. Uh, I don't like to believe it's fun. I don't like to think that we could live without it. But you really cannot live without a doctor. You really cannot live without engineers who are going to build things and things like that, or lawyers who are going to sue people, you know, whatever you need to do to get through your day. So at that, it's a, it mirrors that, you know, and similarly in comedy, like a lot of the easy jokes have been done. And some comedians are still doing them. And that's one piece of advice I would give is like, talk about your own stories, talk about the things that you've gone through. And, you know, the typical traditional, like my Indian parents are like this. And if your parents are really like that, then that's fine. But, you know, if your parents were a little bit more progressive, then I don't know, maybe don't throw them under the bus. Yeah, true. But, but you know, there's so much comedy happening on TikTok every day where they see kids making those you know, 30, 30 second spots on how the parents were growing up and, you know, the Indianness of the situation. Um, I, of course, there have been a few uh, Indian comics that have broken, uh, broken through that, I mean, just talking about Indianism, talking about Americanism. How do you see that confluence happen in your own career? I think there is a balance, right? Because my ethnicity is Indian, my nationality is American. So, you know, I have a studio now where I'm shooting a talk show and almost everything on the walls, you know, the, the brownness of it is me. It's me with all of the people who have been in the studio and the people I've interviewed. And a lot of them are South Asian, a lot of them are Indian. And, you know, I have Bollywood stars, I have people who have made it in Hollywood, et cetera. But when you look at the pop cultural references, they're almost all American. And, you know, that stands to reason I grew up in Ohio. Of course they would be. I watched, you know, I've been grew up on American TV, American films. I didn't really watch a lot of Bollywood. I didn't listen to a lot of Bollywood music. So there's no point in putting up a bunch of stuff where you go, well, that's not really how you grew up. Your idea is to blend the two and say, okay, we're brown people living in this world that is created by, you know, brown, white, black, everyone. Yeah, so I do see this change, you know, uh, the generation before us, they were too shy to own up own the brown brown culture right because hey we were we were settling in but now this entire generation is more open to being brown they've created their own genre 
do you think this is going to grow to be a different genre? Just getting the brownness together with the American pop culture and creating a different genre, space of our own comedy, space of our own music, space of our own, uh, you know, pop culture, the, the Indian American pop culture. It's a good question. I mean, it's something, it's a question I've asked a lot of my guests on my show where I'm going, you know, what, what is holding us back from going completely mainstream? Some of it is critical mass, right? So when you saw, saw you in the 80s, BET, Black Entertainment Television, and, you know, Black folks are 12 to 13% of the population, then Latinos came along and are 12 to 13% of the population. That's a sizable amount. You know, if you take in all Desis, and this is like, I mean, all eight, you know, South Asian countries, we are maybe 3%, right? So, there's six six percent, around six million people. Yeah, it's not so many. Like when mm -hmm. you start to throw in other cultures as well, you get to five million, six million, whatever. Yeah. But you don't really have like, and that that is like South Indian, North and East, West. You have Muslim, you have Hindu, you have Christian, you have non-believers, you have all these folks. I mean, yes, that basic Desi culture, which is the dominant one in India, which is your you know Priya from New Jersey, right? That's kind of like your Priya Shah from New Jersey is like your at your, your that or in your Fremont, San Francisco, or you know if you're you're in Hill, on Hillcroft in Houston, all these different places, Devon Street in Chicago. Those are kind of like what we think of when we think of Desis. Um, does, is that culture going to break out and become a thing? It's like, it has to an extent, but are we going to get to the point where we have like a Latin Grammys where we have people like that? Yeah, we will. We will get there. Uh, but so far, it's been a blending of that. So Mindy Kaling, Aziz Ansari, Hassan Minhaj, they still have done it kind of like it's a mainstream sort of way where we've kind of taken on you know, the American characteristics. There's not a whole lot that they see about what they do. It's not a criticism. It's just more like playing that game. Will there be a blend like you're asking? I don't know that anybody has really pulled that off yet. Even with music, there's there have been a couple of things like that, but there hasn't been this sound, like a Motown sound or like a Latin sound that came out and became our own that's popular in America yet. But I think it'll come. Yeah, I'm hoping so too. But then, you know, even Hassan Minhaj has to pick up Indian politics to really go mass, right? Because just the number of number of the just the audience size matters, right? So, what do you think about that? Especially because I know you have a, a we're going to talk about your new show as well. So, what do you think about your new new show and the audience you're targeting it with? Yeah, well, thanks for asking. My new show is called What Do You Bring to the Table? And people can check out old episodes on watchrajiv.com. So watch, like a watch, W-A-T-C-H-R-A-J-I-V.com, of course, with the I, as we mentioned. And, you know, that's season one, and it has 12 episodes on it. Hassan Minhaj, Deepak Chopra, Purna Nancharla, Deepika Mandiala, a lot of people, the Surgeon General, Dr. Vivek Murthy, so someone who became a doctor, and Nina Devaluri, our first Indian-American, or sorry, first Indian Miss America, I should say. So yes. that was a big deal, some great first in there and people are doing other things as well so we just filmed all of season two and we have some really really exciting guests that we filmed uh same caliber if not bigger and we'll be releasing those soon so that's the show that you can find you can find me and follow me on at funny indian on instagram and and uh youtube and places like that so new episodes will be coming out so it's really exciting to talk to people who are south asians who you know, generally have at least 100,000 followers on social media and or they're on, they're doing things that have that. So if they're on an NBC show, they're on Netflix, whatever, we want to talk to you. So what do you think about audience? Wouldn't you want it to go really mainstream to the Desi audience and not just Desi Americans? 
Yeah, I think that's an important thing, too, is to talk to people in the motherland and Bharat itself, right? People who are going to actually tune in from India. It's interesting because I performed in 11 states in India, and I might have been the first person ever to do an hour of stand-up comedy in India. I think that probably is true. And they in laughed. Bangalore, I did it. And I, I did your jokes? They got your jokes? They laughed, yeah, yeah. Well, I wouldn't have done oh, an yeah. hour, right? I would have stopped. Uh, there's no way I would have gone on that long. I, if, I, if, it were, <gasps> if it were a bombing, I would have stopped. I, I think I was contracted to do 40. I think it was like, you have to do 40. And I would have stopped at 40 minutes and one second if it were bobbing. But if we're, if we're killing, you're doing well, and you every performer wants to go on longer. So, but now the challenge is, you know, I'm friends with a lot of the Indian comedians from India. And that's the thing is like, the audiences there find Indian Americans and NRIs in general interesting, but they want their homegrown content, which makes yeah. sense, right? Yeah, they, yeah. They, they want to hear the people who grew up there, who do a little bit in Hindi or Tamil or Punjabi, whatever, and they know the references, of course. So that becomes more of a challenge now for if you're an NRI going to perform in India, it's not as easy as it was maybe 10 years ago. Yeah, and the jokes are different. I mean, I know I know a lot of people have tried re repurposing Indian content to this audience. It might work in New Jersey, might work in New York, might to some extent because of the way the population is. It, it wouldn't work in Texas, it wouldn't work in Chicago, it wouldn't work in the Bay Area or, or California in general. So, mm. of course, that's a huge challenge uh, going mainstream as well. Well, uh, Rajiv, I know this is all the time that we have today, but but I know we're going to get you back for uh, maybe performance soon at, uh, on our show. But all the best with the new show, and we will uh, we're, we're looking forward to seeing all the uh, all the episodes and, and all these chats. I hope um, I hope uh, your show does well, and we, uh, we we're all here rooting for you and your success. Well, thank you, Mira. I appreciate it. You know, we've given gift bags to all of our guests, and they contain gifts from our community. So if you're a sponsor out there, if you've got a company, if you've got a jigsaw puzzle or a drink or a food or a snack or something you want to share with these amazing guests that are coming through, please get in touch because we're including them in gift bags. We're looking for sponsors. People are going to partner with us and things like that. And, you know, you get exposed to some pretty cool people that come across. And honestly, we want to do that. We can we can include things. We can include candles that are made by white folks, black folks, etc. But we want, to, we want to include things that are from our community. So please get in touch and let's see how we can and partner up but thank you for uh, having me on Mira it's really really a pleasure and want to wish you a very festive holiday season happy to share a happy Diwali and Thanksgiving Christmas everything else too thank you so much Raji this was Raji Satyal on air with us today on a podcast and on the Seesaw live show on Radio Zindagi Raji thank you so much for being here and take care and bye Namaste, everybody. Hello, this is comedian Rajiv Sadyal, and you are listening to me on Desi's.Live.